0: Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of the InspireWire podcast. Um, I'm your host Tom Murphy. If you're new to the show, welcome. We're happy to have you. Uh, We're approaching the first anniversary of the show. um, And this is, I believe, episode 32. So uh, we got uh, a little more than, you know... 32 out we got 32 out of 52 weeks um not too bad um would have liked to have more episodes but so far so good i'm liking where it's headed um we're always looking for more guests and if you'd love to give feedback we'd love to hear from you um you can email me at inspirewirepod at gmail.com or you can tweet um at inspirewirepod on twitter Um, so definitely do that. Um, today's guest, we got Dayton Lashbell. He's a repeat guest. I love talking to him because he has a lot of, you know, um, he loves having conversations. He's got a lot of interesting info. He does his own research on a lot of different things. He's got passions and interests. Um, and we had a good conversation, um, lost track of time a little bit. We went uh, about three hours. So, I'm going to split them up into three different episodes. Um, although, I was kind of debating just putting it out there and seeing because some people may really like it and enjoy it and may want to just go burn right through all three hours. But um, I figured maybe if you enjoy the first one, then you'll be able to be excited and wait for the next one. So, um, let's go to the interview, guys.
1: welcome, welcome to, to the inspire wire, wire a podcast where ideas, where ideas are exchanged worlds, worlds are traveled and life is experienced, is experienced. This, this is the inspire, inspire wire with, with your, your host tom murphy, tom
0: murphy. it's hard to find people who i'm um, interested in or like are interested in the same type of things mm-hmm. like some oh, yeah. people like first of all i'm inviting someone who in who maybe won't want like what are they getting out of it you know like so someone had so someone i invite i want someone who likes to have interesting conversations and that's hard as it is you know yeah Yeah. like you know it's difficult i I
1: feel that uh, it's hard to find people with like that are interested in like growing themselves yeah you know
0: yeah i mean some people are interested in like the basics yeah uh, and when I, when I say the basics, I, I guess I'm thinking of like common culture, yeah, like pop yeah, culture yeah. and what everybody is interested in. But like having your own specific interests and like a lot of people, the other thing is don't want to have a discussion that kind of digs a little deeper. Yeah. Like, kinda yeah, questions I'll, I'll talk own... about you. I'll talk about you and... That's how my podcast started initially. I would look at people and and ask them what their business or what their what thing they're pursuing is, and they can talk about that because it's easy. It's like their day to day yeah, but they're yeah. not it's harder when you're thinking about what somebody's actually thinking about like ideas because those get a little bit more personal and and some people aren't just aren't even thinking about that, yeah so. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I know. But it's hard when that's my interest and it gives you, I don't know, like I don't want my podcast to just be something where I'm interviewing people who have started their own business because, I mean, that's great for someone, you know, like that's not my goal. So I like to talk about stuff. Yeah. But I've been uh, starting to try to read more. Um, you know, because that's another thing that is similar to the podcast where you're getting, you it's like, you're not having a conversation, but you're getting new ideas. Dope. It's just from a book as opposed to another person. Yeah. So, but you know, I've been reading a little bit. Yeah. I've,
1: yeah. I've been, uh, I kind of suck at reading cause I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. go through a book and I'll be really into it. <clears throat> yeah. And then I, once I finish the book, I'm, I'm just. I'm not looking for any other book, I'm just yeah. kinda lazy. Yeah. But I've read um Um How to Know Higher Worlds by Rudolf Steiner. Okay. And it's kind of just about um developing your like extrasensory organs. Some people okay. call them like chakras. Okay, yep. And uh just what how kind of exploring consciousness through those. Okay. And that was a cool
0: book so these extrasensory organs they kind of open you up to um a higher consciousness through is there any specific medium or are they just it just they call
1: it um subtle energy okay so like normally we're picking up um
0: like magnet like air, like uh vibrations and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, like well normally it's all shut off like right. cuz with our our five Sentences. senses that we usually use. Yeah. We can't really pick up on the extra ones that like right. maybe like intuition unless our mind is quiet. Yeah. So, it talks about just meditation and kind of how to conduct your life um, in a way to become a better person yeah and that just kind of helps with the developing those extrasensory organs yeah
0: the issue like that's something that i feel like is really interesting because you know you're just getting exposed to more things and just learning more Mm -hmm. um the issue is like so many like the way we live is like there's there's almost no time for quieting the mind. Yeah, it's like so difficult. Yeah, I
1: think about that all the time with like, like Twitter, yeah. social media. Like every second, can, I'm just scrolling for another thing, just yeah. to just to satisfy whatever <laughs> it is I'm trying to satisfy. It's,
0: it's nuts. Yeah, like one time I picked up meditation, probably for like a month or two, mm-hmm. and trying to find ten minutes at night or in the morning. Yeah, was a chore yeah it was hard like trying to find 10 minutes where i could just be alone and be quiet yep like there's there's always something that's just like and then
1: while you're sitting there you're like oh i could just do something (laughs) else you know i could do anything else right now yeah but
0: have you tried it
1: yes i've been meditating consistently for about like four months now okay and uh now that i'm laid off plowing yeah not working right now it's easier to do it whenever That's i kind of want yeah but then that also uh kind of messes me up because i'll be like ah, i feel like i didn't meditate as good earlier i'm gonna just meditate right now and so i don't really have a good schedule yeah but I found it's the easiest uh, right when I'm waking up. Just yeah. to. I try for a half an hour. And when you're first starting out, just like. I mean, when I first, like, really. St- I, I tried it. I experimented um, a couple years ago with meditation. Yeah. And that was just. I would try and sit there for, like, two minutes. And now I'm kind of building it up. So I can go for, like, a half an hour.
0: It's crazy the shit that pops into your head when yeah. you're trying to, like, focus.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my thing is I'm just focusing on my breathing. Right. And eventually your mind wanders. Yeah. You just bring it back to the breath. Yeah. And yeah. there are some cool things that, that
0: you come up with. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and, and some really cool experiences just inside your body, yeah. you know. There's a lot of cool things that it, it, it becomes fun.
0: Yeah, when you think about, like, something so simple as just, like, your involuntary breathing and then you kind of notice a little more things about your body, uh, something that might be bothering you, yep. like soreness or, you know, just, you just feel more in, in, in uh you know, in, like, I don't know, just more aware of yeah. what your body's yep. feeling and what yeah. it's trying to tell yeah.
1: you. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you might there might be emotions that you won't even realize that you've been having and experiencing. And that could be affecting everything you're thinking. And when you're sitting in meditation, you can, you can kind of deal with that. And, and so you don't, it doesn't keep bothering you with everything.
0: I don't know. It seems like our bodies are in general, aren't supposed to be like constantly like, going 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 all the time yeah whether it's you know a job or whatever like you know i mean i hate to always bring up like the fact that we used to be just like nomadic tribe people Mm -hmm. and things like that but i mean when you think about the way that they lived you know it makes a lot of sense w- with the way we think, the way we do things, yep. you know, our behavior, our mental states. You know, we like to move. We like to experience new things. Yeah. We like to... We like re- to alter
1: our consciousness. Yeah. You we
0: know. like to relax. Like, you know, I mean, a lot of us do like to settle in one place because it feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. But. I think that may be a replacement for just being around a group that makes you feel the same way that one particular place might. Yeah. Because you feel connected to a place, a hometown for its community, Yeah. not necessarily that specific house or that specific, you know, Yeah. we attach meaning to yeah, like gets, a sense of community. Yeah.
1: And it gets comfortable and yeah. it's it's, for everybody, it's hard to do something that makes you uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. And when you're, say you were in a nomadic tribe, you still have that sense of community. You just bring in on the road yeah. and satisfying the other things that you're looking for, which are the new experiences, you know, the, you know, the physical activity yep. um, and everything else that goes along with that. So it's just, you know, with, with being in a nomadic tribe, you go and you, you still do that, you know, where you have work where you have to go and maybe like raise crops or, or go hunt or something like that. But then there's a long period of rest time and it seems like we don't do that. So we don't have a chance to, like you said, alter consciousness Mm. or, or take time to mentally uh, relieve ourselves. Yeah. Like kind of reset. Yeah. I've tried to like on a few of these, I've done a solo podcast a few times and I just thought like talked about how important it is to kind of like take a step back and think about everything that's going on, like what you've been doing, what Mm -hmm. you've been thinking about and then think, okay, now that I'm a different person, what's the next way to do things? Yes. Yeah. And that's important because if you don't, listen to yourself and decide if what you're doing now is the right thing then you won't know because a lot of times people will get their mind set on something and won't stop to think well maybe that was the wrong decision yeah yeah so,
1: And just, they set their mind they're just gonna go for it
0: yeah so um these these um this book like it is mainly focused on um, meditation, or are there other ways to achieve that other state of consciousness?
1: It's there are exercises that he'll uh, that he talks about. Like one is just like a simple contemplation, like kind of training your mind to be better at concentrating. Yeah. So he says, like, just pick up anything, pick up a rock, and concentrate on that rock for five minutes. Yeah. And, like, think of ways you could use it. Think of everything that has to do with the rock. Right. And eventually, your mind's going to wander. Like, may, you might be yeah. like, oh, this rock could build, like, could help build, like, a house. Yeah. And then you're going to start thinking about the house. You got to bring it back right. to the rock. Yeah. Um,
0: it's interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's just ways to conduct uh, yourself in everyday life, like uh, like speaking your own truth. Right. Just um, being a genuine person being a good person yeah to help um develop those qualities that are needed to really help you dive into the world of consciousness
0: yeah that's interesting it's it's weird because like something so simple as that like when you think about at, a, at face value you're like why yeah but then you know if you think about it long enough it it kind of just i don't know
1: some new ideas could pop in your mind you know and then it's it's also about uh becoming more aware to where you are able to become aware in your dream life um like what he he calls it like the astral world
0: i've been pretty i'm bad at that
1: yeah the dream have you have you have you been able to become conscious while you were in any dreams
0: very very rarely yeah i don't know why but i i remember things like i remember dreams yep. but i don't know it just i don't know what it is it is hard i'm a heavy sleep i, yeah. I don't know if that's a reason but like yeah. i've noticed i'm a super heavy sleeper yeah um but there's some times where i wake up and then go back to sleep those are the times like like say you wake up at 8 a.m. and mm-hmm. on a weekend or whatever, and you go back to sleep, and you have another hour of sleep, where it's really light. That's yeah. when I remember like dreams.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Is there what is what does he say?
1: Um. Well, he he talks about like um. He he doesn't really get into techniques about yeah. that, but I, um, I guess there are uh, like exercises you can do. That I've just seen, like floating around the internet, just, just sometime in the day, just become aware that you are not in a dream. You know, just make an yeah. observation, and it kind of becomes like a drill, and eventually okay. you'll you'll do that in a dream, and you'll realize that you oh. are dreaming, so you can become conscious, kind of do whatever you and want. And that's
0: worked for you before.
1: Um, I haven't done that. Okay. I had, but I have. That would uh, be
0: a trippy moment. Yeah,
1: I haven't. I haven't really gotten to that drill but I have become aware while in a dream and been able to manipulate my dream that was a hell of an experience (laughs) I've done that a few times and it's like the more I want it the less Mm -hmm. like I can really really? get yeah The, the the more I really want to be able to just fall asleep consciously and be in that dream world
0: the less yeah. you're able to It's like to. when I
1: stop thinking about it that's when I start kind of be able to lucid dream and
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean It's seriously one of the coolest things ever. <laughs> like you can fly. Yeah, like I yeah. flew, dude. It was the <laughs> coolest thing ever.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. See, I don't know. It it would be I feel like that's all a long ways away from me, but I mean, you obviously because you were saying that when you think about it, you have less capability. Mm-hmm. But like you had to initially start to envision yourself doing that yeah. before you were able to actually be aware of yourself in there. Yeah. So I think what I maybe you have to do is kind of just think about it, think about it, and then and then just let yourself do it. The first time, actually.
1: So I'm kind of going back on what I said. The first huh. time I did it. I remember, uh, I was going to bed and I promised myself, like, I'm going to lucid dream tonight. And that was like my first one where I, I was actually like completely aware.
0: Wow. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, that is a good example, like of that, of your, the book you're talking about, because it, it really goes to show what. Like, how much we don't know. Yeah. How Especially,
1: much- like, with consciousness. And the coolest thing about that is that, like, we used to try to find new worlds in this physical world. Right. But now every one right. of us can go and explore right. consciousness and, f- and find out different things, bring things back, you know?
0: Yeah. And it's seemingly unlimited because yeah. there's so many possibilities. That's all we know. Consciousness is... <laughs> yeah. There's yeah exactly it's like a frontier that you know can always be explored, which yeah. is awesome um but it's it's uh it's weird because I think about um the way we think about the world mm-hmm. is only based on our experience in yeah. it, and yeah, we've shared information through generations, but how much of that is actual insight, yeah, a lot of it is. Very, very basic and trivial as to... And a lot
1: of perspective. Like yeah. Someone's, Someone else's perspective, you know?
0: And when you think about it, that person who thought about the world, mm-hmm. you know, they may have been a genius for their time. Yeah. But they're not having the amount of knowledge and general experience that people in this generation have. So it's just compounding in that yeah. sense. So it's just like, yeah, they knew a lot. But I mean, to base like our entire what we think we know about the universe or ourselves on people who have already died, like and I just know like how people are so limited. And so it makes you think because especially when it comes to other beings, other organisms, Mm -hmm. you know, like we think we know everything there is to know about another organism, but we don't know. We hardly know anything about each other. Yeah. Like so, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm no scientist or or whatever, but it always cracks me up when they're like, "Well, there's no water on another planet, so how could there be life?" You know, <laughs> like how do we know we dr- they drink? water? It's only H two O. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's a great point. I mean, you know, pe- that's the great thing about evolution is mm-hmm. that it's built to adapt. Like it adapts, and whoever survives, they make the rules. Yeah. So like. If someone is able to drink um, or or breathe in or whatever, different compounds, different molecules or whatever it is, maybe they eat something that's a, that we would consider just doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah. It's, it's interesting just to think about. It is. Uh, I was having – I don't know if you ever heard of um, this video YouTube video. Um, channel, it's called like Kurzagot in a nutshell or something. It's a bunch of these animated videos, yeah. Um, and it kind of tries to explain like some complex topics about a lot of times about the universe yeah. or about politics and things like that. But one of the things it was talking about was talking about alien life yeah. and things like that and life outside our planet. Um, and it was talking about. It basically is very difficult to explain. Yeah. But um, what they basically said was that there are two ex- there are two possibilities that either there that we are the only life in the entire universe, mm-hmm. which is very very unlikely. That would be crazy. So crazy. <laughs> we're either the only ones on the universe that are you know here yeah or the other option is once you get to a certain evolutionary state yeah there's a point where that evolutionary state of intelligence or whatever it is basically cripples and and causes a breakdown and wipes out the planet like themselves yes in in the sense that you know whatever it might be whether it's um you you produce too many people and you're not able to control that mm-hmm. and or you're you pr- you produce a you know a disease that wipes out or you produce a you know intel you create you know robotic intelligent life like Whatever the consciousness is that you get to, mm-hmm. it causes mass destruction yeah. to to destroy the entire planet, which is pretty crazy. That
1: it honestly seems like we're like headed down that I know. Part of me thinks that and then part of me thinks that like like consciousness is the way out. Like we yeah. really have to raise our consciousness to significantly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because it seems like we're just very, very on the low, low low yeah. scale. Did
1: right I talk now. about the stoned ape theory last time we
0: were? I don't think so.
1: Stoned ape theory is um uh this guy, he's a psychonaut, Terrence McKenna, who's big with uh like exper- experimenting with uh magic mushrooms was his like main thing. But he did all sort of psychedelics. And his stoned ape theory is That uh, when we were like primates, um, we would be looking for our food. Like we would be hunting like cows. And while we're following the cows, we would come across the cow patties. And in the cow patties were mushrooms. And someone in the group is going to be starving and desperate enough to try a mushroom. And they would eat the mushroom and the mushroom would be a psychedelic mushroom, and it would actually help them hunt. So they would use that kind of to their advantage to get to their their main meal.
0: Interesting. That's that's uh. So that's called stoned ape theory. Yeah, stoned ape theory. <laughs> I thought you were referring to like a stone, but no, it's stone. Yeah, stoned ape stoned theory. Stoned off cow pie mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So...
1: So they're saying our level of consciousness was
0: kind of helped out. Yeah, improved Improved
1: with psychedelic mushrooms.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, And the fact that it was psychedelic was because of the cow pie? Or it helped us in our, you know... I guess
1: uh, cow pies... Like are perfect, yeah, and they're perfect for growing, yeah. Oh, psychedelic, yeah.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, things we don't know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean that makes sense. Like achieving another state of consciousness, it's definitely not high on our priority list. I don't know, sort of. Yeah,
1: because everybody likes to drink a beer. True, you know. True. So they like to alter it in some way.
0: Right. That that is true. Like. I mean, the pharmaceutical industry is huge. Yeah. I mean, so what? What we've actually done is just cornered the market of altering our consciousness. And we've
1: yeah, we so like the the one that everybody does is, in my opinion, the shittiest. Yeah. Play the shittiest way to alter your consciousness. It hurts. Like it's fun while you're drinking, but then the next day you wake up and you you feel feel like shit, and you're like, "What the fuck? Why did I do this?"
0: (laughs) Instead of waking up and being like, Wow, that's I didn't think about yeah. things like that. Yeah, or, that was a cool insight, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's um it feels like all those type of drugs that make you think in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Are the ones that are, you know, prohibited or, you know, um looked down upon. Yeah. Yeah. of Which course. doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. But then it does if you think about it Yeah. Think of who
1: makes them illegal yeah. and why they might want to keep them they illegal. They'd rather
0: have sheep than yeah. have yeah. thinking people yeah. that want to, you know, be interesting or yeah. Yeah.
1: think think of things in a different way or sometimes when I um I'm in an altered state. I just kind of think of, uh, like what the f- like can can everybody just take a break from this for one day? Just relax, like <laughs> just take a break. Yeah. Like we don't, like all the rules and everything. Like, like they're cool sometimes, but like, can we just have one day where it, we just get a break? We can just. It's
0: it's weird. Yeah, I think I think the same thing. I mean. When you think about when you think about all these different types of things logically, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense why like certain things aren't happening in the world. Like a lot of things that you think about, if you think about them with logic, you can understand a lot, mm-hmm. you know? But when it comes to things like drugs, things like, you know, I don't know, just The way I I always bring it back to, um, you know, societal conventions because it's just those, a lot of those things don't make sense to me, but they do when you think of the way our social, societal conventions work Mm -hmm. because what they're interested in is, you know, using people for, to, boost in the economy production yeah yeah just selling things and you know that's why you know eventually things are changing but it takes so much time because there's so there's so much you know
1: invested in this yeah
0: like politics with like did you see recently they have um well they had this before but now it's been coming out more and more with the on the Olympics commercials. They got the they got the milk keeps putting out these commercials. Yeah, yeah. they're all, like
1: <laughs> all all of the Olympians have drank milk.
0: 90 percent of the Olympians <laughs> that are competing for the U.S. grew up on milk. Yeah,
1: so you should drink it. Yeah, <laughs> like
0: like why why are you shoving that down our throats? I know. Like why they're panicking? I know. They're like, oh, people realize that maybe milk isn't as good for you as it was as yeah. it as everybody told you back in the day and we just believed you but yeah. now we're realizing oh wait hmm. cow's milk isn't supposed to be drank by human humans, by humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah using logic yeah it just like that doesn't make sense we're not made to drink that it was made to be like cows babies are the only people that's made for. Yeah. Literally. Exactly.
1: Like, I don't know. And I'm not against, like, I want people to do whatever the hell that makes them happy. But, like, why are they pushing that? Like, why? Like, they don't need to push that on us. We know about milk. You don't need any more advertisements. People are, people are very,
0: people are like, very, you know, the ones that, are going to drink your milk, they're not going to need the advertisement. Yeah. Because yeah. they've already done it the same way their whole life. And it's the only people that are actually thinking about it and starting to like, all right, thinking about it logically and being like, well, maybe I shouldn't drink milk. Those are the ones that you're not going to be able to convince now anymore. I don't know. It's weird. I know. but And it's pretty nasty when you think about it's it. It's super nasty. I've watched videos For of just while. talking about... Well, like,
1: stall the pus.
0: Yeah, all, I was about to, about <laughs> to say that. <laughs> like, Someone's drinking a glass of milk. Listen to this right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that it's true because it's become an industry, and when you make it an industry, instead of just going up to a, a like, you can go to a dairy farmer, and they will do it a lot. You know, not nicer, but just like healthier yeah. or safer, and it's they don't. They don't um, milk them until it's just pus coming out, yeah. pus and blood. Yeah, but um,
1: that I feel like the meat industry is definitely taking a hit. Oh, you're a vegan, time. right?
0: I'm vegetarian right now, but vegan's I don't know. so hard though. I feel like because like, it like is. everything you get to make sure everything, you know. That's the thing. I could do it, but I'd have to make all my meals like pre. Like pre-made, there's omannas. a lot of time that's gonna have to go into. Yeah, and yeah. and it just comes back to time, mm-hmm. and you know it's definitely doable. It's just, are it just people make it so people make it so hard. I know. Like it's so difficult because they're not promoting it. It's like, how do I make a good vegan meal when yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing? I know. Or there's Seriously. not good substitutes. Yeah. Or you know it's just like well there's milk in every or there's milk yeah. or or meat in every product you buy so yeah, your want...
1: toothpaste has like pork in it really yeah
0: yeah well it also has poison in it yeah
1: oh yeah it's the not... fluoride <laughs> do you, do, you do do you use toms yeah toms yeah, yeah
0: it's like if you look on the back of a fluoride uh, of a toothpaste thing and it says if a, if more than you know a very small amount is swallowed Please contact your poison control yes. center. Yeah, that's logic again. Just use lo- yeah. logic. Why, if they're telling you that you might need to go to a poison control center, that means you maybe should be using a non-fluoride toothpaste. I'm pretty sure that's like
1: one of the main ingredients in rat poison as well. Fluoride, fluoride, yeah,
0: yeah. Why, why,
1: you know, it's funny because they they put it in the water, and they do they do it. And sometimes I'll have an argument with one of my buddies, Tanner. And he he's like, well, the government just wants you to have good teeth. And I'm like, all right. So, what? like, what the... Yeah, seriously, they 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 care about us? They care about they care putting about fluoride in to give us good teeth? No, they want us
0: to get cancer. So they can... yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then make a little money off that. Yeah. The treatments.
0: No, that's um, that's a huge thing, too. I mean, you got to be able to... Like, you have to – I can literally taste the difference in my water oh, when yeah. it's filtered, when it's not. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't mess with uh, tap water. It's crazy. And it's just like – how is there such a huge grand scheme? There's such an infiltration in every little thing. Oh, yeah. It's just like oh, if yeah. you think about something and you think, why would people in – high authority positions or um government positions why would they want to do x y and z and then you think about it long enough and you're like but why yeah yeah it's like i mean i guess this is why because that provides this 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 but it's just like,
1: like what do they really like why do they really want us to be sick not be able to function all that shit. Like it's not like just like like some your regular old guy who's running for state office or anything. There's like a systematic Yeah. And then and then but then new people come in and they probably just don't even question it because that's the way it's always been done, you know?
0: Yeah, and that's that's another issue because we only have so much time mm-hmm. where we can really focus our energy on understanding why or or looking at ourselves and trying to develop ourselves and think about things logically and and you know learn and things like that because one we don't have free time because we are we have to put in a certain amount hours a week we need we need money Mm -hmm. um And then we have all these other issues we have to deal with, like the societal convention where we need to get married and have kids as soon as we can, which what that does, it totally destroys your ability to, well, that destroys your free time Mm -hmm. right off the bat. And then it destroys your ability to kind of, change who you are based on your experience what you learn all those things because you're no longer concerned about yourself you're concerned about your kids yeah or your family and things like that i don't know it's difficult
1: it is it is and uh, (laughs) kevin i'm just i I really just want to wait till as long as i can to have kids yeah i want to i want to really um get to know who i am you know i i Uh, I feel like i want to get myself straightened out before i bring another human being into this world and try to help them do what they're gonna do that's the
0: biggest that's one of the biggest problems because they it doesn't it prohibits you from doing anything other than focusing on raising your child and you don't know enough to be able to like raise your child like You do a good job at the basics because that's what you have to do. But maybe if you're more in tune with yourself, then you'd be a better, you know, not to say that people who have kids, you know, too soon, that doesn't mean you're not a good role model because what you're doing is you're providing for them. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, you're doing all these things that everyone needs. Yeah. But maybe if I know more about myself then I can better understand the world and help that person to be, you yeah. know.
1: Have a little more knowledge and wisdom to yeah. share with, kind of help them make better decisions, help them le- learn to be able to think for themselves, you know.
0: And that's kind of what they want. Or not they, I say yeah. they. It's, be, it's that's unspecific, but like just be, the figures in power want, that cycle to just keep going and going and, and it's difficult to think about because you're like, like I want like the reason why anybody wants kids is, you know, to like share your knowledge, share, you know, you know, pass on and things like that. But at the same time, you're contributing to kind of like the negative aspects where you're, you know, you know, a part of the cycle where, I don't know. This violent machine. <laughs> yeah. it's It sounds like, you know, it sounds bad when you think about it, but I don't know. That's the other thing. We don't know because every kid grew up with a parent, you know, or with a guardian. So they are not exposed very often to someone who didn't have a kid yeah so someone who had someone who had kids that's the only life they know so how can they provide um an alternative or or tell someone about the alternative because we look up to our parents and what did our parents do our parents had us Mm -hmm. so we want to be we want to um you know provide just like they did things like that and i know it'd be interesting to kind of get the point of view of somebody who maybe didn't yeah and a lot of times it's you know difficult to find yeah i mean i feel like everybody
1: everybody i know has kids you know everybody wants a kid someday
0: yeah the only uh not
1: everybody but well, yeah
0: most people you know it's difficult. I feel like a lot of the times, the people I think about that maybe didn't are, like, authors or academics, like, seems like they know their shit. Yeah, yeah. When you think about people who ha- don't have kids, they're <laughs> smart as fuck. Yeah,
1: they are. But then I know some, some pretty smart dudes yeah. who, uh, like Jordan Peterson, do you know yeah yeah he's a real wise dude he's, and he's yeah.
0: had he has kids yeah yeah that's uh an interesting that you bring that up. I was thinking about bringing that up at some point they i start well since y- you were talking about last time on the podcast about Joe Rogan's mm-hmm. podcast and things like that, I started listening to that more, and he comes up a lot yeah he's um, one he's probably the best guest he has, oh yeah Jordan he's Peterson. super intelligent, oh yeah um but a lot of and he started to interview other people like uh Brett and Eric Weinstein which are also like in that circle yep. and and Sam Harris yep and yep. um uh there's this other
1: guy um you know have you seen uh, Thaddeus Russell
0: I think so yeah.
1: yeah he was a good guy yep good interview
0: um they're all like talking about the intellectual like side of of the day and age mm-hmm. and a lot of what jordan peterson talks about is like the issue of today's masculinity yep. and uh, versus like femininity and things like that and it's interesting because it seems like the way that society is headed is that feminine um well females and people who identify with being like feminine are getting like back in the day, they didn't get many opportunities to express themselves. Yeah. They were, they were the mother and the provider. And now they are getting the opportunity to explore their masculine side and also explore themselves as more expression of, you know, in the economy, um, and in anything they want, yeah. you know, they're independent, and and masculinity is kind of at a standstill, and it's also yeah, it's being almost threatened by the feminine yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, and so he's trying to explain to men what they need to do, and kind of yeah, he's a, he's a clinical psych- psychologist. Yeah. I don't know if we said that. Yeah, but. A clinical psychologist and, and a professor, obviously, right. Uh, University. toronto yeah. Yeah, yeah university of toronto and it's interesting because he like is trying to get men to snap out of it yeah a little yeah. bit
1: kind of be like get into that alpha male kind yeah. of thing again yeah and and then he he like he breaks down like uh, like the meaning of like Pinocchio and 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 certain. He things talks and... about
0: archetypal stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. talking about how it all comes down to like the hero yep. in um, in a in a battle versus good and evil, and yep. he talks about it as like order and chaos. Yeah. And and how men identify with that because they you know they've been always been told these stories and he's just basically talking about that as a more modern application yeah. just being like well you should you need to do this because you know it gives you that sense of purpose yep. and, you know, yeah
1: yeah I, I like how he, he 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 talks about not going for happiness but going for purpose and that purpose yeah. will bring happiness. Yeah. Like he says the happy people are the ones who who um who are really kind of going yeah. for something, who are challenged and having challenge yeah. in your life and and purpose is really what ultimately brings happiness is what yeah. he uh is what he talks about.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. The one thing I will say, I feel like um, he is very – he likes to – I don't know. He's super self-centered, first of all, I've noticed. <laughs> yeah. He's all about himself. But I've listened to him, like, debate with other people. Yeah. And he kind of um, – he's super literate and super good in arguments. Yep. So he kind of, like, does a lot of wordplay and whatnot. Um. Yeah. It's crazy. He, yeah. you know, he,
1: I haven't seen I don't think I've seen any of his debates but Oh yeah. He does a good job. Um Actually, no. I've actually seen him school uh students at the University of Toronto. Any uh, yeah. that's funny, but I mean Did you
0: see his interview with Kathy Newman as a Channel 4 uh for over in the UK? No. I don't know. This, la- this lady was trying to um uh, destroy his argument of being talking about like because his argument was like talking about the the difference between the wage gap and yeah. how it sometimes it makes sense that women are paid less yeah. uh because maybe they're less agreeable yeah um and they don't like they're not arguing for their you know the right yeah when the, in a situation where they need job.
1: to need to be
0: right and and I don't know, it was and he, she she was being very aggressive and he was like he like owned her apparently. Yeah. But um it's just he's very good arguer. Yeah. And I don't know. It was it's interesting because you can tell that Jordan Peterson definitely is like likes like he's an old fashioned guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he definitely likes the like he's started he got famous because he was essentially um breaking down the 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 movement of like the liberal uh, um i don't know what you want to call it like the leftist gender movement yeah yeah which is talk- the
1: 72 pronouns or whatever
0: yeah exactly he he's just like well no like biologically you're a man or you're a yeah. w- woman type thing Um, And and,
1: but that's like it's also he's also fighting for everybody's like free speech at the same time while he's doing that. And that's
0: huge. No, that is huge. You know? Yeah. Like you're you're he was just saying, like, I'm not going to call you this because I don't want to. And I don't believe that is the correct use of, you know, I don't think that that's correct. So I'm not going to say that. And like it was a very simple argument. People flipped flipped out because they thought that. Like, he, like, had a fundamental, yeah, like. He was,
1: like, an extreme person. Yeah,
0: but Really, he just didn't want to say it because he didn't believe it. Yeah. Which is fine. But, and he go, and he's super, he, like, pokes the bear a lot yeah. and says, yeah. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to. But what really he's doing is just saying, I just don't feel like it. I'm being free speech. Yeah. But he likes to make a fuss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is whatever. Um. But it's interesting because I can definitely tell that he's he's like a man's man and he may even be sexist, but he's just very, very smart. Yeah. So that he doesn't explicitly say he's sexist. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. nuts. It's so yeah. he's so smart. He also um refuses to answer whether he believes in God, but he definitely does believe yeah. in God. Yeah. He even posted on YouTube or something, it was like People always ask if I believe in God and blah 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 you talk more and then he'd say like all my actions are based on on the fact that uh, are uh, under the assumption that God exists so he, he essentially believes in God he yeah. just doesn't want to say yeah. he believes in God yeah. which is uh, interesting yeah, he
1: he he's a big uh, fan of the Bible too. I think the Old Testament. Yeah, but...
0: he does a lot of biblical and, analogies. Yeah, he, he he takes those stories and like the, the same way he would a Disney story, he would take those stories and try to apply like a metaphorical truth to yeah. them, um, and try to get lessons out of them. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: and that is really why those Disney movies are there anyway. Yeah. You
0: know? It's just telling the old story in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And appealing it to a different audience. Yeah. Um which I think is definitely true. Um, you know, when you think about, you know, right and wrong and and he has a lot of good points, like, you know, tell the truth yeah. as often as you can. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. Like you're you're you'll be a better person if you can tell the truth to yourself mm-hmm. and tell your truth, tell the truth to others. Like things get muddled when you're not like as honest as you can mm-hmm. be. And I think he's a victim of that at some point too, yeah. because he he likes to sugarcoat everything he says with how how smart he is. Yeah. And just yeah. outsmarts everyone else. But um it's interesting and like have a clean room like if you're going to throw stones, you better have your shit together yeah, kind of thing, yeah, yeah. which is a great point. I know it is like it, it's something I struggle with, too, because like I'm always someone who thinks about other people and and, and makes judge everybody makes judgments. But yeah. like you got to think about the way you're living your life and say, OK, like. If you're going to call someone out, you better know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah,
1: you better have a clear grasp of what's wrong with you. Yeah. before you start. Exactly. And and I mean that is that is one of the things about the book. <clears throat> it says to look at everybody with an attitude of reverence, like with an attitude of like only seeing the love and the good qualities in someone. And that's so hard, dude. Yeah. It's so hard. But I guess it's just an, another one of those things you just got to kind of ingrain in your head just to...
0: Yeah. Because every experience is through your own mind. Yeah. You can only see things through your yeah. own eyes. And... A lot of
1: the times, people are only seeing reflections of themselves... Yeah. ...wherever they look. Like, those people that are just miserable, they're just seeing themselves everywhere. They might
0: not know it... Yeah. But i mean that's the truth it's crazy how a different state of mind can change everything and and the way and everything it goes back to like what you were saying about consciousness is like the way you think about yourself and the way you're you know seeing things as an incredible can change incredibly if you just change a state of mind or something like that oh yeah just like you're and I've like kind of followed some social media posts where or like stations were talking about vibrations and energies mm-hmm. and like your energy is totally picked up on by everyone around oh, yeah. you and like people talk call it attitude but it's not just that it's just like the way you're thinking the way everything about everything. you
1: yeah like the way you carry yourself yeah you know
0: yeah that's another thing he talks about is like stand up straight with your you know your shoulders back, mm-hmm. um, maybe not necessarily like the way he describes it. Jordan Peterson is to like assert dominance, yeah. Life. But yeah. it's not, it's not. That's not the point. It's yeah. like you want to present yourself as open, and well, you just want to be in a positive, send out positive vibes. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: I mean, like, I feel like just loving yourself, being confident with who you are. Which is difficult. It is, it is. And, like, I go through, like, phases where where sometimes I'll feel really good about myself. I'll be confident. Yeah. Like, I can tell, like, just from the people around me, like, you know, that You're feeling Like if good. I'm out in public and I'm just feeling good about myself, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. But then
0: sometimes it's hard. Doesn't take much. No, no, no. no. And it's Even, just, it's it can be a thought. Yeah. And you it's always like your mind is second guessing yourself. It's definitely a product of our culture. I, I mean a lot of it programming, is programming,
1: mental programming.
0: Yeah. Where we're always like self conscious and and um if if a thought if one of our thoughts is different than like others, mm-hmm. it's like it's like, no, 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 you shouldn't be thinking yeah, that. Yeah, so, like, yeah. it's crazy how it goes that deep. Yeah. Like, it's because we're such social people mm-hmm. that everything we think, like, we are looking for... Approval. Yeah, us. approval. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's difficult when, like, because I've recently thought about how... I think about myself and mm-hmm. like I've always been trying to th- like think as much as I can about who I am. Yep. I've always been trying to think like, why do I do this? Why do I do that? And trying to learn about my myself. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that I like to be different. Yeah. That's part of who I am for some reason. And I'm starting to learn more about it, but that's a long conversation. But um, <laughs> um But I've noticed that like this podcast has kind of helped a little bit of yeah. me figuring out I like to be talk about different things in in um and we still need that social aspect yeah like that if can be I a struggle sometimes what
1: that can be a struggle sometimes when you
0: want to be one different from everyone yeah but also be social yeah it's, it's yeah. completely at odds because like that doesn't make sense everybody's if you're different from your friend group then and you want to be friends with someone like you then it doesn't work yeah yeah but so that's been a struggle you know because that can be the si- similar to say a career pursuit say you yeah. want to do something different than a lot of people around you yeah then if you try to do that it's like what are you doing yeah. like it doesn't make sense yeah why don't you sense. just do what <laughs> everybody
1: else is doing yeah.
0: <laughs> which is it's just like and, There's
1: nothing wrong with that. No. You know, there's nothing wrong with any, if, you know, it doesn't matter what anyone else, anyone else's beliefs or views, that doesn't matter, you know?
0: And I just try, what I try to do is tell myself, okay, you're second guessing yourself, this and that. When it comes down to it, people care about you, but not that much. It's cynical to think like that, but it's the truth. Yeah. Like, people can only focus on so much. Like, yeah, they care about how you're doing. They want you to be good enough to where they don't have to worry, like, what's going to happen to this kid? Yeah. Like, they want you to be good enough where you're on your own and and whatever, you know? Yeah, you're not locked up in, like, a psych ward. <laughs> yeah. Um, But they also secretly kind of just want you to be in your place mm. and be like, okay, he's doing what he's supposed to. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's a dutiful member of society. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another thing that kind of like fucks with me because I I'm like you don't actually care, but you do so that when you talk to your other friends, you got something good to say about that person because oh yeah, he's my friend and he's a, uh, you know, he does this and this. Yep. He's Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't care. I know. So why can't I just do this? Yeah. And that's the other thing. When I've made those decisions to do something different, Mm -hmm. I thought the people around me would be like, that's weird. And maybe initially they did think that's weird, but then eventually they were like, wow, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it isn't really me. It's, it's really just me when it comes down to it. Yeah. You know, exactly. That happened when I was, you know, right after college. Mm Mm-hmm. I was thinking about what I'm going to do. Yeah. Which is like a scary thing, yeah. you know, like when you got that, you know, you're going to be out of a job or, or I and was the like pressure of society. Yeah. To, and I was like, Oh, I should get apply for jobs. But then I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to do this travel across the U S mm-hmm. and it was a very shocking thing to a lot. Of, like my family and people like, like cared about me because I just graduated from like a good school, mm-hmm. and I got a lot of help. I got a you know my parents paid for a lot of my school. Like usually, you expect someone to be all right. They're gonna go get a good job. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like no, I'm I'm gonna go volunteer and travel <laughs> the U.S. It's like, but then after I did that, they were like, oh yeah, that 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 was a good decision. Yeah. But it was super stressful at the time, yeah. because it's something that not many people did. Yeah, exactly. So it just—it's while you're while you're thinking about it, it's super nerve wracking. I know, but I don't know. Uh, know. It's just, I guess, and it—it's always been like that. I've always had that feeling of wanting to be different. Yeah, I don't know if that's what you. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. You've always had that. Yeah, sometimes
1: I can kind of like get a little mad at myself like
0: yeah why do you have to be such yeah, a dick and yeah. and you'd be like nah fuck like why
1: can't like there was for for like once i started like really questioning like like what i believed like everything i've been told there was a point where i was just like like why the hell did i have to do that like i wanted <laughs> to go back to where like i kind of was in the mindset where i was before i started questioning things yeah I tried to go back. I couldn't do it. I'm like, why the fuck did I have to do that? Like, like why couldn't I just not question things? You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, because there's, lim- there's literally unending. It's an unending search yeah. once you start yeah. to question things.
1: Yeah. So you so, start questioning yourself. You want to find out who you are, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because, you know, that's the other thing. You open Pandora's box. There's a million things to discover. Yep. And you start to think, okay, it it, it seems to be daunting because there's so many things out there. But then you realize, okay, I'm not going to be able to explore everything. Yeah. Which is kind of like a scary thought. That's why a lot of times people aren't like... They self-sabotage so that that way they don't have to deal with the fact that there are literally millions of things that you don't know and you'll never know because it's hard on your brain, you know? Yeah, because you want to know. (laughs) Yeah, it's... um, But, you know, you just take one step at a time, you know? All right, everyone. That was the part one of uh, this interview with Dayton, um, I thought it was really interesting, um, and, uh, had a lot of fun doing the interview. Right at the end there, we were talking about, uh, questioning things, and that's kind of what I want to leave off, and, and we'll, uh, continue to talk about it in part two, um, but part of what we were talking about right at the end there was, like when you <clears throat> start to question things then you realize that you can't go back and you have to like just you you kind of get um mind blown because you're like realize that there's a lot of things to discover once you find out that one thing that you questioned you you realize that you were right and uh what you've been told was wrong and it's kind of um a weird moment because you're like, "Oh, everything I th- thought I knew is totally wrong," and you'd love to live in a world where you are ignorant to the truth, but it's there's something that's like addictive about seeking out the truth and finding out what else is bullshit or what else uh, you can learn. So um I don't know if that's the same for you guys, but it's definitely something. That I always try to do is find find the real truth and see um, what's bullshit out there but anyways I hope you guys enjoyed it Um, if you got uh, I think uh, part two will be coming out uh, I'll try to do it early next week or if if there's um, or maybe even earlier than that but uh, yeah that's the plan to show part two and then part three the next week after that um like again, um please uh contact me at the InspireWire or no, at Inspire wire Pod on Twitter and at inspirewirepod at gmail.com. Or, and don't forget to check out um the links for um Dayton's uh books or any other interesting things we talked about on the show notes page uh, for this episode on my website, um, theinspirewire.org. So check that out. Uh, we'll see you guys next time.